This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. BSBOT some number. The night before Thanksgiving, I'm not getting turkey. I'm getting Chinese food. There you go, Greg. Just wanted to let you know. I don't have any. I, I, had, I had two options tonight. I could have gone grocery shopping and fed myself for a week or two, right? Yes. Or could get a pizza and feed myself for two days. Pizza it was. It was pizza. Yep. Chicken parm pizza, baby. Those things are fucking delicious. Chicken parm pizza is amazing. Definitely a top 10 slice for me. I'll fight anybody. Probably a top five slice. Uh, wife and I will be staying home. We will be getting Chinese food, I believe, just to celebrate. You know, it's not Christmas though; it's Thanksgiving. Are they still open? I hope so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I would. I, I don't know. I, I just. Know. I've never heard anyone associate Chinese food with Thanksgiving. It's, it's different this year because usually you're whole, you're with your families, but you know, due to the situation, I don't know if you've heard. Um, what? Yeah. Is something happening? Yeah, something's going down. So uh, Dee and I will be staying home eating the Chinese. Hopefully, I, mm. we love Chinese. Big fans. Huge fans. All right, um, we will be doing a BSBOT today on the New York Rangers. I just had a horrible. I know Pokemon. before you explain what we're doing tonight, I just had a horrible idea for a future BSBOT. Okay, is it the New York Rangers as Chinese food? <laughs> no, I was gonna. I was gonna say a wife cast where we bring on Diana. Yes, and then we just we just we just call Meg. We just call Meg. That's it. Meg, Out how's of the blue, it how, Completely. See if she even picks up the phone. How's it going? This, no warning at all. This will be one of the most BSBOT, like, Bush or Breakaway episodes of all time because it's all deep cut weird stuff. We've mentioned Meg now. We've got Chinese food, wives, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So now we're doing Pokemon. Is <laughs> Chinese food a deep cut and yeah, weird? I, it's not weird. I, you know what? Fair. It's weird. It's weird on Thanksgiving. Yes. Agree. It's just a very, a very Bushwick Breakaway podcast. Um, mm. The way I did this, uh, Gregory, was I okay. did uh, Google the projected lines for the New York Rangers to make it easy for myself. So uh, it's KZV and then it's Artemi, Strom, Capo, Lafreniere, Heedle, Gauthier, DiGiuseppe, Howden, Lemieux, and then uh, the defensive pairs afterwards. So that's kind of the order we'll be going with in those lines. Yeah. I have done deep research, and I, uh, I will preface it in this way. I know a lot of Pokemon, a large amount, uh, but I stuck to the original 151 
for not only your sake, Gregory, but for the sake of the listeners out there who only played the first phenomenon of Pokemon. Although, if they didn't play Heart Gold or Soul Silver, shame on them. Okay, shaming me here. That's fucked up. <laughs> and shame going. on Greg, yes. Uh, all right, so I would like to start with one Christopher Kreider. Uh, okay. Many different options for Chris Kreider out there. I thought you could make a good case for a lot of different Pokemon. I went with Tauros. He's the big bull Pokemon. He is a truck. He picks up great speed. Definitely has a trouble stopping. Has a move called Takedown. Uh, is literally an ox. And that's how I feel Chris Kreider is. Doesn't have like a lot of finesse in his game. Not a very special player in terms of uh, flashiness. But just gains speed. Gains momentum. Cannot be stopped. And goes for it. Just a bull of a, bull of a creature out there. Chris Kreider. I understand, what, I understand why you did that. Mm-hmm. But you're wrong. Okay. I think there's going to be so a lot we- of that this time. We, uh, it'll mostly be me being wrong, but this time you're very wrong. Okay. We can say that Chris Kreider's game has evolved, right? So he is on at least his second stage now, of his career. Now, when you say evolved, is this a Pokemon reference? Because good job. This is a Pokemon reference. Okay. I thought you'd be proud about it. I was. <laughs> uh, what, what, what's the theme that we've been going with for Chris Kreider the last couple he weeks? Disappears. not even a theme, just, he just the truth. No, not disappears. He's just a weird, weird fucking oh, Jigsaw. guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. He's Kadabra. Ooh. Okay. I have. I he have. Plays a lot of mind games mm-hmm. with everybody. Okay. You don't even know you're playing mind games with him when you start playing mind games with him. Interesting. He's a next level psychopath, and you don't really know what he's going to do. And the only way he's going to be able to evolve from this point is by trading him to your friend for him to get to his final stage. We're going to have a lot. We're going to say a lot of the same things that we just said again. <laughs> huh? um, but with Chris Kreider, I do. Do you think, and I know the yeah. answer is yes. Does he have a spoon collection? 100%. There's no chance he doesn't. What does he do with the spoons? I, it could be anything. He just keeps them in a drawer. That's it. That's, that's all he does. We had actually had a friend in college that collected spoons. I don't know if you knew that. We had a friend in college. We're still friends with him. <laughs> we are. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I don't Are you sure that guy. I am? His first name is Joe. Yes. Oh, yep. really? Yeah. Big spoon guy. Uh, he's kind of dead to me. He left our dynasty basketball. Oh, okay. All right. Mm, that's true. Dead to, dead to all of us. All right. Uh, yeah. Mika's a bit of dead. Let's just play this easy. Uh, I went Pikachu, the face, super likable. Mikachu, just, um, I don't know anybody who dislikes Pikachu, and I don't know anybody who likes dislikes uh, Mika's a bit of dead. You can make a case for Jigglypuff being the DJ here. You really can. But I, the Mikachu thing was too easy, and I just took it and ran. Yeah, I mean, Mikachu, Pikachu, that, that easy. feels easy. I'm, if you wanted to play the DJ card yes. a little bit more, mm-hmm. famous techno song from back in the day called Sandstorm. Yes. So what if Mika was Sandshrew? Uh, well, let's get to that. I, we, I guess we'll just go ahead and cut to my second line real quick. Is Ryan Strom Shantru? Because <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. I have no fucking idea. Because Ryan Strom, you know, Shantru is Shantru is an okay Pokemon, but you always wish it was something else. Like you couldn't find a good a good ground rock type, and you were sick of using Geodude, so you went with Sandshrew. And and Ryan Strom's good and all that, and Sandshrew is good and all that, but you always wish it was something else. Like hmm. could he could he be? You know, would he be better better suited off as as a golem? Of course he would. Would he be better suited off as an onyx? Of course. Uh, Doug Trio, maybe. But Sandshrew is what you have in Ryan Strom, and you're kind of happy to have it because it's, it's suitable in that way. Now here, I, I'm, I'm going to go one step further. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on the, wouldn't you rather Ryan Strom just be something else? Yes. That's why, that's why he's Magikarp. 
No, my friend. Magikarp, Magikarp himself serves one purpose. No, and that wrong. one purpose is then to become Gyarados, right? Yes. That, that is the end game with Magikarp. And that's basically Ryan Strom. We, yeah, we have Ryan Strom. Fine. We don't love it. We'd rather not have it. Oh. What we want that second center position to be is to evolve into something else. And we just have to have Ryan Strom for now until it evolves into something else. Magikarp. Let Ryan me, Strom. The, the format of this show is now gone. We are free-flowing. Uh, uh, let me explain why Kapokako is Magikarp. Not only did Kapokako... No, that's not nice to, that's not nice to Kapokako, <laughs> but keep going. Keep it's going. not nice to Kapokako. But Kapokako, statistically and analytically, according to literally everyone on the face of the earth, uh, had one of the, if not the worst, rookie season of any person with it that was picked within the top five in NHL history. Magikarp is useless. Kapokako this year looked like a fish out of water. He could splash... He could tackle, he could flail, and eventually he, he did score seven goals. He, he did a little bit here and there, but that was his first year. Magikarp year for Kapokako. Second year, hits level 20. It was rough. Listen, the transfer over to the United States, the 170 games in, in like, I don't know, like a one-year period. Unbelievable stuff for Kapokako. The legs are not there. Took all that experience, brought it to the playoffs. Was That was the transition period. Gyarados, an absolute 15-foot monster beast who's going to be coming to the net, controlling the puck, and go shoving it down your throat. Dragon breath, baby. Boom! <laughs> um, I was going to say Squirtle. Okay, I like because it. Because Squirtle, of the starting Pokemon, maybe the weakest of the three, in my opinion. Okay. But has a lot of personality. And while Capo doesn't necessarily show his personality at all times, there's a lot of personality. Who else on the Rangers would have a secret girlfriend besides Capo Caco? Um, All right, that is everyone. 110% <laughs> squirtle move, it if I've ever heard it. It is. Yeah, it's a squirtle move. Mm-hmm. And Wartortle and Blastoise, those are bangers. He's going to get there. He's going to become a banger. But right now, he's a lot of personality and a little bite. So he's squirtle. I have uh, – let's go back to the first line, back to Pavel Buchnevich. I thought this was an easy lineup. Uh, Magneton? It's literally yeah, three no, magnets we, we don't together. even have to get further into it. Yeah, he, <laughs> it's literally – He's a goddamn magnet. It's he's li- mag- yeah. literally three magnets. Cool. Yep. Not, not going to even argue with you on that one. Cool. So we did uh, – so far we've covered, just to recap those people listening at home, Chris Kreider is uh, Taurus or, in your case, another Pokemon. Uh, because it's Pikachu. Uh, that, that was it. Magneton for Pavel Buchnevich. Uh, and then we did Ryan Strom could be many different options. And Kapokako is either Magikarp or Squirtle. Okay. Now, this brings us to our Tammy Panarin. Yep. Which I, at least, when I thought about this, undrafted, right? Mm-hmm. Came over from Russia. Took a long time to develop. Came into the league at 24, Rookie of the Year. What other Pokemon takes a long time to develop and eventually becomes an absolute monster-stomping Pokemon? That's right, Dragonite. Dragonite is, does everything. It has almost no weaknesses. There's a reason Lance in the Elite Four has literally three Dragonites. It's because it's the shit. And Artemi Panarin is the shit. He's everything as advertised. He took a while to do everything he was supposed to do. I mean, it's undrafted. He wasn't supposed to do all that. Dratini kind of sucks. Dragonair's like, is this cool? I don't know. You have, like, Thunder Wave. But then you get... To that Dragonite, you get Hyper Beam, you get Dragon Breath, he can learn Thunder and other moves, he can fly. It's unbelievable. Artemi Panera can do it all, and he's Dragonite. I was just going to say Mewtwo, because he's the, he's the <laughs> Goat King right now. Easy easy enough. 
Yeah, who's who's better than Artemi Panarin on the New York Rangers? Can anyone even become Artemi Panarin on the New York Rangers? Only, you too. Only one person can become Artemi Panarin on the New York Rangers. Or two people, really. Squirt? Well, no, we just asserted Squirtle can only become Wartortle and Blastoise. That's true. Okay, we, we did figure that out. We've gotten that far. All right, uh, since you sp- mentioned Capococco and in, in your eyes, Squirtle at this point, I should mention my Alexi Lafreniere pick. And I have him mm. as Charmander. The other yep, st- I was going to say Charmander as well. Perfect fit. The other starter on on the on this list, Charmander, notoriously the coolest starter. Like, yep. I I'm a Bulbasaur guy myself. I, I was that was like the way I like to go. But it's it's probably like you know just a fact that Charmander, the coolest of the original starters, the most iconic, becoming Charizard, and that is exactly even though Charizard is five seven as we discussed on Monday's show. Um, unbelievable unbelievable alexi 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 lafreniere is already taller than charizard so that's good news but he is we're looking for him to be symbolically the charizard of our hearts which is the iconic like pretty much the the picture of badassery when you think about pokemon he's also charmander was the strongest of the starting pokemon in my mind like if you if you had to go into battle against a much more advanced pokemon Mm -hmm. with one of the three starters Charmander is the one you would want. I don't want to poo-poo do on you, Greg, damage. but I'm going to do it. I agree with you on his uh-huh. attack and special ability. That's true. Now, yep. the way the meta works out in the original Fire, uh, or the original Red and Blue games, is that the first... There was no green game, though. Remember that. No green. It was only Japan. Um, the original meta is the first gym is Brock. So the leaf or the water type, or grass type, rather, are, is the, the quote-unquote easy way to go because you don't have a way to easily beat him and then Misty with Charmander, because Charmander gets fucking owned in those two gyms. But after that, Charmeleon is like the god. That's it. Um, that was a, I said what I said. A history in Pokemon itself. All right, let's get to... I, sta- I stand by my take, regardless of its correctness. Gauthier, Machoke, just a jacked dude. Jacked. Out of his I was going to say I'm a champ. Yeah, I don't think he has his two extra arms yet. He's got to get there for me. I, have you seen him? I think he's got two extra arms. <laughs> I've seen his dads. His both dads? His dad and his grandfather. Yes, I've seen both. Um which brings us to Philip Heedle. And I thought Uh-oh. this one was hard. It really was. And I went with Gastly. Cause he's 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 still got a lot to go. He has a lot of potential. And Gastly is this unique player. You you didn't want to draft Gastly first. You wanted to get Abra. You couldn't get Abra because Abra kept teleporting away from you. So you were like, fuck it. I'll settle for Ghastly. Ghastly's awesome, but he's not Abra. And you decided, you're like, okay, cool. And now you can see the potential of what you have in Ghastly and all this ability he has. He can't be hit by certain things. And you hope he develops in the right way. And that's what Philippedo is to me. If he really reaches his potential, he could be one of the strongest Pokemon on your team. I'm going to go with Psyduck. I like it. (laughs) <laughs> because Philip Heedle doesn't look like the most intimidating New York Ranger. He doesn't look like someone that'll develop into a top six mm. player with constant abilities. But we both know that if Philip Heedle just unlocks one thing about his game, dude's going to explode. And Psyduck is just always on the verge of exploding. That's actually very so true. Psyduck. Great job. That was actually good in, in the history of lore. In Pokemon. Thank you. Thank uh, you okay, this brings us to the fourth line projections. So uh, let's actually just take a quick break, and we will be right back. And 
and we're back. Great job. All right. Mm. This brings us to Philip DiGiuseppe. Now, I thought about this one for a while, too. And I also forget that Philip DiGiuseppe exists, like, a lot of the time. Like, that's is that upsetting? Is it not? Is it nice to him? It's not. It's really not. But I just, he doesn't take up a lot of space in my mind. And neither does Tangela. Tangela is a lost Pokemon. Sometimes you're like, is that really in the 151? Like, yeah, it's somewhat powerful. You could do things. It wrap it wraps its little vines around other creatures. It's it's a ball with eyes, <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about Philip T. Giuseppe. I forget what he looks like. He's just you know he's random. He's there. He's useful when he's around, but I'm not thinking about him all the time. And that's where Tangela fits. Hmm. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Poliwag. Here's why I'm gonna go with Poliwag. I'm when you're playing the games. There's so many goddamn polywags. There are arguably too many polywags. I think you're thinking they're of everywhere. Rattata. <laughs> or, uh, you know, it's funny because that was Zubat. the other one I was going to say. Yeah. But I'm going with polywag instead. Okay. Because I liked polywag. I always wanted to have a polywag. Yes. But I also knew that I could always just get one whenever I want one. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the role Phil DiGiuseppe fills with the New York Rangers, where he's 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 fine. He's solid. You don't mind having him, but. You also know that he's literally a dime a dozen. It's uh, it's funny you say that because that was a really nice way to do it. Because you could have called him Zubat, you could have called him Rattata, and you didn't. And yet you you complimented him for still being a nice player because Poliwag is a compliment, in my opinion. Yeah. Which brings us to Brett no, I, I like I like Phil DiGiuseppe just like I liked having a Poliwag. It's just, there were a lot of them. Yep. They are everywhere. Brings us to Brett Howden. Hmm. Spent a lot of time on this too. Brett Howden to me is Graveler. And while Graveler is cool, he's definitely not Golem. Golem is awesome. Now, Graveler, he's kind of everywhere and annoying, especially later in the game. Yes, Geodude's awesome too, especially in the beginning, but Graveler sits around and it's kind of someone you farm in some of the <laughs> some of the caves right before the Elite Four. Now, notoriously, Graveler, as you mentioned earlier, Gregory, that mm. when you certain Pokemon, when you trade them, they evolve. When, and when we traded for Brett Howden, we probably expected him to come back as Golem. And yet that didn't happen. He didn't come back as Golem. He came back as still a Graveler. It's it's like the link broke. And we have this Graveler on our team who's just sort of a dime of the dozen. We're still hoping he could become Golem. He's still young enough. Who knows? Maybe he'll do that. He, he could become a 2C. He could do these certain things. But he's out there hustling and bustling, doing his thing, and still a Graveler, even though we expected much more out of him when we traded for him. I see what you did there. Okay. Uh, for me, and you're not going to like this one. Okay. Brett Howden is Flareon just because he's the sexiest. Po- he's sexy. <laughs> That's it. He's a man. Flareon's a man rocket. Flareon can get it. Brett Howden's a man rocket. Brett Howden can get it. Brett Howden's Flareon. I can't argue much with that. I you sure can't, baby. This... I don't know. I don't. The route you took, I don't know what the fuck you were saying. We have a rule on this podcast. That's true. I spent out of the man rocket. He can get it. I spent a so lot what of time. Pokemon is a man rocket that can get it. Flareon's out there. The yeah. sexy Pokemon. Sexy Pokemon. I have a, I have an Eevee evolution later. Um, I think this is my favorite one or one of my favorites. Brendan Lemieux. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stick with me. Okay. Brendan Lemieux is Scyther. So I know what you're thinking out there. Hey, Scyther's awesome. I agree with you. Scyther looks awesome. He looks awesome. It's something you want to chase after. Do you want a Lemieux on your team? Hey, great fam- family lineage. 
good prospect. He looks awesome. Let's chase him and get him. Scyther, same way. But when you get Scyther, he really can only do one thing. Hit. And, like, that's it. He's weak to everything. He, can, he can't really fight. Low HP. Weak to all, spe no special attack. He only does one thing. So while he looks awesome, he's out there. He looks tempting from afar. When you actually are using Scyther, you're always disappointed. And that's Brendan Lemieux. I, I, I like your line of thinking, mm -hmm. which is why he's actually Metapod. Because Brendan Lemieux does one thing. He absorbs damage. Okay. That's it. Yep. Eventually, he absorbs enough damage where the Rangers game evolves to something else. But all he does is absorb damage. Metapod doesn't do shit. That Pokemon is literally a cocoon. <laughs> we, he stinks. We, uh, we have very – well, I will skip ahead to my defensive uh, Pokemon at this point. Jack Johnson was my Metapod. And even then, uh, I think see, that's – Jack a Johnson doesn't even absorb damage, though. He just doesn't – Jack Johnson does nothing good. Yeah, I, I had him as Slowpoke or Metapod. And, but Metapod like, can only harden five times, then he's done. Nothing else to do for the fight. So maybe Jack Johnson can make a play, like one. But then after that, it's kind of like, can't harden anymore. And that's Jack Johnson. Now, see, for me, Jack Johnson is very clearly Snorlax. Because all anyone will say is he's a big fucking body. That's it. That's all you can get out of people. I guess the he people that like him are like, hey, he's a, big, he's a big dude. You can't move him around. All right. Well, like Snorlax, he just sleeps all the damn time. That's it. See, I like Snorlax. Snorlax. I like Snorlax a lot, so that's kind of, I guess, why I didn't want to go there. We can make a case for but, both. Slowpokes, too. But, just people go by. I, I love I love when I'm right. You just go, we can make a case for both. When, <laughs> you're when, not when right. You're, when, you're clear, when you're clearly beat, that's what you say. You're like, yeah, you know, that makes a lot of sense. But also, both make sense. Both do make sense. But I like Snorlax a lot. But it is a good point. And it, it is, you, you win this one if I had to grade. There you go. There you uh, go. That's all I wanted to hear. If you you win this one, if I had to grade it, let's get to the Ryan Lindgren. I went with Hitmonchan, because is there anything he literally won't punch? I'm pretty sure that Hitmonchan has a move that I think it's like Super Punch, where you use it and then afterwards you become confused and somehow you hit yourself. It just goes into the "I'm always bleeding" theme of Ryan Lindgren's existence. I don't know because it, it's Lindgren doesn't do a lot of punching. He just takes a lot of. Punches. A lot of punches himself. Yeah, which is why for me he's a lot. He's um, oh, what's I'm gonna call him Muck. Ooh, he's just a yeah. He's he's just a blob. Really, like really, that's all he. He's a blob that absorbs other blobs. <laughs> it's a, like what, he, he does it really well. He doesn't, but like he just he gets hit so many times that it's it's weird that it doesn't just imprint itself on his body. Right. Like, so the scars gonna... aren't naturally with him. Like, when we saw him without the scars this season, we were, like, shocked. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to go with Muck. Okay. I like that. Very good. Which brings us to Adam Fox. Mm. I had him as Eevee because he could just become whatever you want him to be. You want him to be Flareon? He can. Jolteon? You can. Vaporeon? He can. All the other 16 versions of Eevee out there? He could do it. The sky is limitless with Adam Fox. We just saw the beginning of, of what he can be. But what's the way you want to mold him? You want to be power play one? He can do it. Shut down defender? Yeah. Penalty kill? Absolutely. He could do whatever you'd like. Yeah, I'd probably just go Dragonite. Dude's perfect. <laughs> yeah. it's. Uh, I had to give Dragonite to Artemia Panarin, but Adam Fox uh, took the EV spot there. Mm. Let's get to a fun one. Was it Tony D'Angelo? In the, yes, in the 
1997 episode of Pokemon, the TV show, named Cyber Soldier Porygon. Uh, there, was, there was a 20-second clip that actually caused physical harm to multiple children in Japan, and I believe in the American version, too, that was released. It wow. was banned for seizures, and it was a very controversial episode where, <clears throat> you know, it got a lot of press. People were talking about it for good and bad. Who knows? That's Tony D'Angelo. Very controversial. Uh, just no matter what, we always are talking about him. People are trying to ban it. People are trying to do whatever. That's Tony. He's a, he's a, he's a cyber-created uh, internet beast who just uses the internet constantly, and people need to talk about it. Uh, I think you overthought this one. Okay. I went deep. He's very clearly Jigglypuff. Okay. <laughs> because he needs to be the center of attention. Okay. He won't shut the fuck up. Yep. And when you stop paying attention to him, he lashes out. It's Jigglypuff. Damn, that's good. You win. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can I tell you? I was so proud of that. I went deep. I was like, ooh, the cyber soldier poor guy. Yeah, I, you, over, you overthought it. Sometimes I, you overthink things. I right. watched the clip. I hurt my eyes. Like, I went really deep into it. Uh, I thought I was proud of that one, but I, and you win. Uh, this is this is the one I'm not proud of, and I don't really understand it. But I, I tried. Uh -oh. Jacob Truba, Jacob Truba to me is Aerodactyl, and because oh, you're gonna make me angry. Yeah, Jacob Truba is Aerodactyl. I, you can make a case for Rhydon, but Aerodactyl because he's the fossil we talked about for so long. He's this prestige, legendary creature we were looking to obtain to New York Rangers for many, many years, especially on this podcast and by way of you, Greg. And then when he got here, he was really good. But he wasn't what you were expecting to be, but he was a hard-hitting, flying-around sort of player. And that is sort of what Aerodactyl is. You, you've sought after him for a very long time. You completed the quest. You went to the mission. You, you brought the bones to the professor. You made the trade. You gave Neil Pionk over. You got Aerodactyl, and now you have it. Hmm. Again, I went too hmm. deep. I thought too much. I'm going to go with, go with Kingler. I like I it. Think I think... I think last year was his crabby year. Yes. He's going to evolve, and he's going to be surprisingly really good. Putting the clamps on people. Which is Kingler. You're kind of stunned every time you have a Kingler. You're like, damn, this is a big, this is a big chief crab. I kind of <laughs> like this motherfucker. Bubble. That's Bubble Jacob Truba. Yep. All right. Uh, that brings us to Brandon Smith. Do you want to go first, or Brandon Smith? I have my answer. But I want to see if you is say there, it first. Is there... Is there a Pokemon who's a fire Pokemon, but also a water Pokemon? Uh, close. Um, I chose Ditto, who could be any Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, that, that was my sort of answer with this. I, it, it literally can go to any shape or form you'd like. He could transform. Some days he, he could do a breakaway. He could be a number one defender. He could play on the penalty kill. You put him on, they put him on the power play. There was a game yep. last year that they didn't put Kako out in the six out of five. They put Brandon Smith out instead. He's Ditto. Yeah, he's Ditto. I'll give you that. Nice. Got one. All right. Uh, I have Igor Shosturkin as Alakazam. One of the coolest Pokemon there is. Yes, he's not a spoon collector like Chris Kreider, but he seems like he's the most psychic player on the ice. Seems to seize things before they happen. He is always cool, calm, and collected. Always has that zen look on his face. He's out there absolutely dominating, and there's almost no more dominant Pokemon in the 151 than Alakazam. An absolutely legendary and probably top 10 Pokemon in terms of strength. And that's what Igor Shosturkin is. He's an absolute rock. He's powerful. He's going to defend. Yes, he's going to defend you. And he's also, you know, 
uh, a very offensive goalie. He could he's known for his passing, and uh, and the way he handles the puck. And Alakazam can handle all that with his barriers and bar- psychotic bar- psychotic psychic barriers himself. I'm gonna go with Victory Bell because he doesn't lose. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> fine. It literally isn't the I name. Just... Right before we started podcasting tonight, Ryan's like, "I did a lot of deep dives." I did. And I said, "I'm just going to pull up a list of 151 Pokemon, <laughs> and I'll see what I can do from there." The Victory Bell one, no logic except for the term "victory," but it, it works. Where's the lie, Ryan? That's all I'm asking. I can't deny it. I'm a rider. All right. Um, this brings us to uh, Georgiev. Nice. Uh, I have him as Butterfree. Kind of a jack-of-all-trades. It's not what you want. Rather have Alakazam in, in goal. But Butterfree knows confusion. Can put some... Could use sleep powder. Can blow away some Leafs, if you know what I'm talking about. A little bit of gust action. Hey, that's a shot at you, Maple Leafs. Thanks. You know, I think he's suitable. Happy to have him. Not upset to see Butterfree. But not Alakazam. I'm going to go with Rapidash. Here's why I'm going with Rapidash. Okay. On the Wikipedia list of generational Pokemon, Rapidash is described as a popular Pokemon. Rapidash is considered universally appealing to fans of cute and cool Pokemon alike. <laughs> People love Georgiev. I don't know what it is. He must be Rapidash. Fair. The final two. David Quinn. Oh, we're doing. Oh. I'm just throwing throwing side shots at you. Okay. I have David Quinn. I had him as Blastoise. But I felt like that was wrong. After doing some more research, I think he might be Mr. Mime, but I can't tell. Mr. Mm. Mime is funny, but he's also oddly threatening. And I don't know if you've seen David Quinn, but he kind of looks like he's a, a White Walker from Game of Thrones. And that in that sort of creepy way, so is Mr. Mime in, in that sort of strange way. I couldn't find anybody with like a chiseled jaw uh, for, for in Pokemon 151. Uh, you, you once again overthought this one. David Quinn is Cloyster because that's the most New England, Boston-sounding Pokemon I can find. God damn it, that's good. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Je- uh, I have uh, Jeff Gorton as Lapras. He brings all the players in. You surf on him, baby. He's the people bringing over, bringing people over to New York Rangers. Mm, you overthought this one too. Okay. Hypno. Because I don't know what he's telling these other general managers to get what he wants, but he gets what he wants. There you go. Uh, and I guess, uh, should we do JD too? Is he missing no? Yeah, probably. He's 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 the one that shouldn't be but is? I, um, I, see, I you could make a case for Snorlax. Big dude. Oh, that's but, not nice. Hey, Snorlax is awesome. He's fun and cuddly. He's great. There's nothing wrong with Snorlax. We can both agree that um, Sam Rosen is jinx, right? Yes. Yes, the the not canceled version of Jinx. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jinx got canceled? Absolutely. Go back and look. It's the fucking Pokemon. No, go back. No, go back and look. I'm thinking. I'm thinking <laughs> of the. I'm thinking of the. It's a Pokemon, guys. Yeah. Yep. Like, Super canceled. Okay. Uh, well, yep. you know what? I I'm I'm not involved in the life. So. Yep. If if it's deserving of being canceled, it's canceled. If that's what it is. Um, I I don't know if he's Jinx, but I could make a case. Um, that he's uh, Kangaskhan. Ooh, you like that? I, I I don't hate it. Okay, good. We agree then. This has been a BSB OT, 
of Pokemon New York Rangers, a truly nonsensical podcast that I cannot believe we recorded. And by the way, I wonder if we'll get a note from The Athletic, like, did you really do a Pokemon podcast? <laughs> and the answer is yes, The Athletic. Thanks so much for listening. Follow me on Twitter at O'Reilly. Follow Greg at Bushwick's Break. We'll be back after the holidays to say hello yet again. Bye-bye. Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big.